Hello everyone, Nate here. We thought it would be a good idea to preface this and a few upcoming episodes with a little bit of information. Firstly, we're all very new to podcasting. We all have listened to them, but creating one is a whole different experience. We hope you can be patient with us as we move forward and start to understand exactly how it is we want to make content for you guys. Secondly, rate and review us wherever it is you listen to podcasts. There's no better way to make sure we know what it is you like and what it is you think we need to work on. We're always working to make the show better for you and would appreciate your input. Last but not least, thank you for listening and for your support. We've been looking forward to doing this for a long time, and it's because of you that we get to continue to do so. Now, with all that out of the way, welcome to the Rolled Standard. We hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers, and don't sniff glue. Welcome to the Rolled Standard. Today we are digging into the Call of Cthulhu starter set with a uh, scenario in initially in, um, intended for one player, but we're gonna we're gonna throw all three of us into this. So we got two players and me, the keeper. This is Christopher, of course. And this is titled Paper Chase. So without further ado, welcome to Call of Cthulhu. The year is 1922. You have been contacted by Thomas Kimball of Arnoldsburg, Michigan. Now it seems his house has been burglarized and some of his uncle's favorite books have been stolen. The mystery is a little unusual, as the uncle inexplicably disappeared without trace a year ago. Mr. Kimball would like you to find out who stole the books, return them if possible, and discover the whereabouts of his uncle and whether he is still alive. Now you arrive in Arnoldsburg, Michigan, around 11 o'clock on the train, and you, you get off the train, you pick up a cab, and you head to uh, 218 Aylesbury Street, which you know the address already, and as you get there, you immediately, the house is quite large, almost a mansion, but not quite, and you walk up to the door, and a few seconds go by as you hear footsteps coming, and the door creaks open. Yes, what can I do for you? Wentworth Aylesbury, huh, of the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained. We received your telegram about your burglary. We had to investigate as requested. Oh, yes, fantastic. I, uh, well, hell, why don't you guys come inside and make yourselves at home? You guys probably gonna be here for a little while. I got a guest room upstairs you guys can use. Excellent. Allow me to introduce my, my associate here, the young Nevada Jones. Nice to meet you, sir. Oh, yes, of course. Well, where, where are my manners? Uh, Th Thomas, uh, Thomas Kimball, and he offers you his hand, both of you. Well, shit, why don't you guys, uh, why don't you guys get settled in, and, um, why don't you guys meet me down in the, uh, in the, uh, dining room for, uh, for some, for coffee. It's about lunchtime. Excellent, yes. Absolutely. So, you guys, uh, head up to the guest room, you guys make yourselves at home, and put your bags down, of course, and get down to the, uh, to the dining room, and Thomas is sitting there with lunch prepared. You guys take your seats, and, uh, so, uh, how was the, uh, the train from Arkham? Lengthy, mostly. Yes, I, I find train travel quite droll, however. Yes, well, uh, it's been a while since I've been on a train myself, probably since last time I went to Detroit. That was, uh, like three years ago, I guess. Either way, I guess, uh, I hear about the burglary, I So, just to give you the, uh, the long and short of it, I, uh, a couple books have been missing from my uncle's study. Now, as you can see, I've kind of homesteaded the place. I've inherited it about a year ago. And, um, I left his study alone. And I noticed the other day there was a noticeable absence in his uh, in his uh, absence in his study. Um, a few books missing. 
to be maybe around six or so. Would you by hand know the titles of these missing books? I don't, I don't know which books he had necessarily. Uh, Do you have an estimate on how many books? Uh, about six. How large is the study? Well, well, after lunch here, I'll be, let, me, uh, let me take you there. You guys can take a look around if you like. Right. And what are we having for lunch this afternoon, sir? Yeah, just uh, something simple. I don't, I'm not much of a cook, so I just made you guys some, uh, some ham and Swiss sandwiches. This deli tray is entirely unacceptable. Well, it's just a sandwich. Will you calm yourself down? Well, if, you, if you'd like, I can run over to the cafe later on. We can... No, no, don't don't accommodate him. It'll make it all the worse. I say, dear boy, know your place. So, uh, obviously you guys know that, uh, I'd like to get the books back, figure out what happened. And, uh, if you can figure out where exactly my Uncle Douglas went, Douglas Kimball, I mean, he's been missing for over a year. And, uh, he's... Missing and presumed past, I apologize for being so blunt. Yeah, I'm not really too sure if he's alive or dead, but he just disappeared. Almost a year ago. It's a long time to assume we could find the lead. That's why we hired you guys. Why we didn't just go to the police. I mean, the police are probably just going to brush it under the rug as a simple burglary. Yes, well, we at the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained tend to look for more mysterious... Mysteries, for lack of a better word. What can you tell me of these books? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know much about what uh, what his books were. I mean, he, he had a lot of them. Um, oh, so you don't know any specifics on the ones that were missing? No, I don't know which books they were. I just noticed a, a noticeable gap in the in the bookshelf. Was your uncle into uh, any sort of spiritism? Is that what it was? What it's called? Believe what my young friend here is trying to ask is, uh, would your uncle perhaps have... Been into rare and unusual books. Well, definitely rare and unusual is definitely a great way to put it. I uh, I don't know what he read, but he kind of read everything. Well, let us adjourn to the study. You guys finish up your lunch with Thomas here, and uh, you head off to the study. Now, why don't you guys give me a spot-hidden check? 60. Did you succeed or fail? I have rolled over my 50. So you failed. Uh, shit, 80. <laughs> Yep, these of you guys. Okay, <laughs> so you guys notice that the uh, the study here is is pretty cluttered and, and just piled high with with lots of books, books of all shapes and sizes on all subjects, identical only in that they were all well cared for. Why don't you guys uh, take a look around? Um, have, feel free to run to the place. I mean, you guys are investigating. I can't hold hold it back. Uh, if you find it, his journal should be around here somewhere. Not sure where though. And you guys managed to look through the place. And uh, after about an hour or so of you guys perusing this room, you do see the noticeable gap in the books on the shelf. I mean, the, 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 the reason the books are piled so high and so cluttered is that the, the, the shelves are plumb full. And you do notice, like I said, uh, a good chunk of, of books missing. Later on, uh, about an hour after you guys have spent time in this room, uh, Thomas goes back. So did you, uh, did you, did you find anything? Find anything interesting? So far, not really. Okay, uh, did you did you manage? Did you happen to look into his in his desk at all? And I imagine one of you will look into his desk, and you do find a a leather bound journal in the uh, in one of the bottom shelves of the desk. You guys page through it a little bit, and you notice that the last entry is dated the day before Douglas Kimball vanished, allegedly, um, and the entry cryptically mentions reaching a decision and joining with my friends below. 
In addition, other earlier journal entries seem to hint at a network of tunnels beneath the cemetery inhabited by mysterious creatures that Douglas saw moving about the cemetery at night. Now this looks promising. Yes, this, this does appear to be right up our alley, as they say. It's unfortunate that uh, it took us this long to get to that point. Yes, well, bad rolls and whatnot. If you guys, uh, do you guys have any leads or anything? I mean, you guys, what's your guys' uh, plan of action here? Well, upon review of the journal, I, I feel we have several areas of interest we can look into. I'd, I'd rather not give you preliminary hope yet. Allow us to do our investigation, and we will keep you apprised if there is any progress. Well, if I uh, might add, I mean, you could ask around the neighborhood. I mean, everybody knew him. And, uh, well, not everybody, but a lot of people knew him. He also... And how was your uncle regarded in the community? Uh, he kept to himself mostly, so uh, most people kind of a neutral opinion, honestly. You could also uh, talk to the police. There was a missing persons report filed and uh, might even help to maybe look back at back issues of the local newspaper, uh, the Arnoldsburg Advertiser. All right, well, we can definitely start taking a look around. Yes. Nevada, should we carry on and split up or would we... Make more progress as one. I don't. I don't even know if I trust you on your own. What do you mean? You're uh, pretty abrasive, to be honest. I. I don't know how. I. I don't know how to tell you. Tell you best. Nonsense. See the the, the adamant denial doesn't ever help. It's literally been. It's. It's been what By my my personality seven? is as smooth as silk. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. Uh, we'll do this together. I think. As you guys argue, you notice that Thomas is taking his leave from your guys' quarrel. Oh, yes, well, we will catch up with you later, Thomas. To the newspapers. He's, he's gone. He already went through the door. There was no response as you addressed him. <laughs> rude. Actually, this time I agree. So you guys are heading to the newspaper? Yes. Okay, so you make your way around town, and as you leave the house, you can see that... And you saw this through the study window as well, that up a hill behind the house, you notice that the cemetery in question is behind the house. They're also, as you walk through the neighborhood... You Wait, behind their house? Yes, behind the Kimball house. Oh, shit. Um, that's, also... That's like a already. churchyard kind of situation? I mean, it's or? like a community It doesn't seem cemetery. as though it's in the yard necessarily, as it's just the closest the house to it. The up to it. Yeah, that's a better, better way to put it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and as you walk through, you, to walk through town, you... Uh, you're walking around the, through the neighborhood, obviously, to get to the library. And uh, you Newspaper? notice about five minutes after you guys' walk, you notice an, an elderly lady kind of walking on the same sidewalk uh, in your direction. How elderly? Like, I would say that she looks to be in her 60s or so, and she looks like she's pretty well-dressed. Like a fancy lady, perhaps. Hello, madam. Good day to you. As you do that, um, give me an either appearance or credit rating roll. What the Credit rating? Yes. Oh, God. So you really just want to, and it's one or the other. So find out which one of those is best and roll. Okay. I've rolled a seven. Oh, that's a success. Yes. Holy shit. Quite. Very good, man. As you you get her attention, she looks at you, she's like, she looks you up and down, and she's like, well, I've never seen you around here before. Who might you be? Wentworth Avebury of the New York Avebury's. And who might you be, madam? Uh, My name is Mrs. Lila O'Dell. Hello, Miss Lila. uh, what brings you to uh, Arnoldsburg? Oh, we've been tasked with looking into the uh, disappearance of Mr. Kimball. Mr. Kimball? Yes. Young Thomas or Douglas? 
the elder oh, Douglas. Oh, good. I was hoping Thomas wasn't missing as well. No, no. Oh, he's doing well. He's well, a but, uh, delightful deli tray for lunch this afternoon. Didn't, well, I doubt that. Knowing his um, marginally tastes. Now, didn't didn't Douglas pass away? Thomas has told us that Douglas has merely been missing. We are more interested in the disappearance of several books from his library. Oh yes, forever reading he was. Now I haven't seen him for uh, I haven't seen him for some years now. I think about it. As Thomas has told us that Douglas disappeared about a year ago. A bit of a recluse before that. Yes, I mean you rarely see him. When you do, he's got a book under arm. Or ever seem strange to you? No. Yes, what can you tell us about Douglas as a person? I mean, he was quiet. He kept to himself. He kept to his books, mostly. Yes, as is proper. Yes. He gives you, like, a, a very uh, agreeable nod. Like, like that's right. Very, very kind man, though. I have no quarrel with him. If you, uh... Would there be anyone in town who uh, may have taken taken a slight to Douglas? Well, I don't, I don't believe that, um... Mr. Kimball would have made any enemies in this town. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. If you, uh, if you bid me adieu, I have some things to get to. It was a pleasure meeting you, Mr. Avebury. And she offers her ladylike hand, you know. <laughs> I take her hand and kiss it gently and bid Miss Odell a lovely day. And as you do that, she kind of, like, taken aback like you did too much. But she just accepts it because she's a little taken aback by you. Um, Nonsense, her ankles were showing. Meanwhile, uh... Nevada, you can't help but notice that she didn't even like give you like a, a, a thought. Like she, as, as you as you chimed in on conversation, she her response was as if it didn't even happen. Fine. Yes, well, stiff up a lap, old boy. You'll find a suitable maiden one day. That was supposed to be one. Maybe not for a young ruffian such as yourself. Maybe we should have split up. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can handle you at all, man. Whatever do you mean? But can we, can we please just make it to the newspaper? Yes, table? carry on. So you continue on to the Arnoldsburg Advertiser, and as you walk in, uh, you notice that there is, you see that there's a, a middle-aged man sitting behind a desk in the actual office here of the of the Arnoldsburg Advertiser. He looks up at you guys over his horn-rimmed glasses. What can I do for you? Well, we are here looking into a disappearance of uh, Mr. Douglas Kimball. We're wondering if we could look through some old issues of your newspaper from around the time he has gone missing. Give me a persuade check. 86 out of 60. Okay, well, that's not great. Nevada, would you like to take a... He's like, well, I don't just let anybody do take, read them. You see, too, that he's got a, a nameplate on his desk, as people often do, and it says Artie Malloy, or Arthur Malloy, rather. We got a telegraph from uh, Douglas Kimball's nephew. Um, he's been concerned all this time that his uncle's been missing. And uh, we we came all the way in from Arkham so that we could come in here and investigate this. I'd really hate for this to be a, a, a stop up for us. Um, is there anything we can do to compensate you for it? Honestly, I don't. I, I'm, I'm hoping to. Give me that charm roll. 67. <laughs> all right. I know. I understand. But we can't just. Li- that's I mean, it's like, like an employees only kind of thing. I mean, there were newspapers. Surely, sir. These were published Works of journalism. I will allow both of you to remake your roles due to the persistence. However, whenever you push a role, you go for the hard success in order to succeed because you're making a second attempt. On, and most people, when they have, um, due to the fact that you gave him the information that you traveled pretty far, I'll allow you to do that with a bonus die, which means 
roll the same roll three, you know, add another tens dice to it, and then take the the more successful of the two. Four points over. Okay. But that's a sixteen. No, eleven. Eleven. Well, that would actually be a hard success for you, then, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. You know what? I guess uh, you guys came a long ways. I can't. I can't deny you guys that travel. I guess did for nothing. Yeah. Why don't you uh, door down the hall to his basement? It's all down there. There's the entire back catalog of the entire advertiser. Uh, have at her. Um, just uh, he looks up at the clock behind him. He's like, hey, "You got three hours before I lock the doors." Absolutely. Thank you, sir. One gentleman to another. Very generous. We do appreciate it. Okay. So. As you're down in the uh, into the actual newspaper morgue, give me a library use check, both of you. Yes, this is my time to shine. Oh, shit. 36. Success. No, success. fucking right. Regular success? Yes. Yeah. You, I guess in... in, in uh, oh, five. You can either tell me fail, regular oh, success, hard success, or extreme success. I got a five. My, my, my threshold is eight. Oh, for, for the extreme? For extreme. Oh, Excellent. very nice. So Excellent. you find... Well, that's better. So we, uh, and yeah. what it says, because we just I don't, the I don't mean to show you up, friend, but you, you should come check this out. You managed to find yes, what have you found? Important information uh, within a few minutes of actually being down here. So you discover a journalist's notes that contain a never published statement concerning the cemetery. The statement from Mrs. Hilda Ward, an insomniac neighbor, claimed that for over twenty years she had seen devil spawn. St- Devil spawn in parentheses, uh, stalking about the burial ground. Though human in outline, she claimed they had canine features, hooved feet, and were covered with mold. The journalist who interviewed Mrs. Ward noted that Mrs. Ward has since moved to Detroit, and none of the other neighbors have ever seen or will admit to having seen the devil spawn. And what was this journalist's name, sir? Uh, you notice that the as you look that as as you take the paper from Nevada. Uh, you see that it was written by a Mr. Arthur Malloy. Ah, oh, yes, Artie. All right, have we found any further information here in Nevada? I haven't. Honestly, I'm I'm just jacked to go talk to Artie up there Arthur. and my friends. I want to know. And in these archives, there's no mention of Douglas specifically? No, you actually, uh, you guys can do spend a little more time down here, and you don't seem to find any mention of Douglas Kimball in uh, in the papers whatsoever. I mean, it's Nothing hard about to even missing. What's Nothing about the no, police you don't even report. Find, well, not 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 in here. No, you don't seem to find a police report in the newspaper ar- uh, archives. Uh, missing persons, man. Small town in the twenties. Curious, uh, maybe curious, not a small uh, town, but town in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a reasonably small town. So, what is your guys' next approach? I'm gonna go talk to Arthur. Yes. So you guys leave the uh, the basement and you s- return to Arthur. He's like, "Well, that was quick. Did you guys find what you're looking for?" Very quickly, and I thank you twice for it. Yes, my young ward is quite adept at digging through newspapers. Ward, strange uh, skill. Uh, okay. Well, take the wind you can. This right here, my friend. He looks. I'll show him it. with his glasses. Kind of peers through them, and he. Uh, oh yes, I remember this, uh, Mrs. Ward. Uh, she uh, she had some uh, strange. Some strange observations. Uh, she, she was pretty frightened, though. She, she managed to, she, she left town, and headed to Detroit shortly after. Yes, what I wanted to ask you about specifically, huh? Is obviously this is insanity. How convinced did this woman seem? Enough to move to another city. Oh, um, that's fair. We've, I mean, maybe for possibly 
obvious reasons, but uh, was there any any reason why this was never published? You know, sometimes it's best to not say uh, rumors. You know, I'd like we like to give a cold hard fact here, and uh, I mean at this point, it's a it's a woman being afraid of, of monsters, I and mean, he kind of yeah. emphasizes the word monsters. And uh, I mean, that's not really newspaper worthy. I understand that. Um, until substantiated anyway, which, oh, come on. Uh, did you did you know much about um, Douglas, by the way? I uh, knew he was an avid reader. Uh, he read the, ar- the advertiser every day, or every however it is, uh, however often it is that we publish this magazine, <laughs> this, this newspaper. <laughs> um, um, uh, I'm sure you didn't, but uh, did you ever have any idea that he also supported this claim? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that, no. Um, hmm. Something that we recently learned as well. So, um, if you find out any more information, where, where are you guys from exactly? You guys say you're coming from Arkham. What are you guys? What are you guys doing from Massachusetts? Uh, I think we are. We are both employed by the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained. That explains your interest in this specific topic. That explains the unexplained. Indeed. Well, if you manage to come across some substantiated information, maybe it would uh, be valuable to me. That's it's valuable. He kind of rubs his fingers together in uh, signifying money. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I thought you were looking for the finger purse. That's absolutely disgusting. Well, you know, it's got that latch that no one I'm can leaving. quite find. We'll probably see you later. Hope so. Well, that's definitely interesting information. That's yes, quite. So there seems to be a shared delusion of creatures in the cemetery and tunnels and... What or not? I don't know about there being actual devils, but... Uh... Well, you know, there are many cultures throughout the world that believe many different things. In my studies, I found all kinds of things this. Well, I'll tell you right now, I think it'd probably be easy for an old woman to start uh, start thinking that just a group of fucking crazies running around in the cemetery might look like devils. Right, I mean, it could be anything at this point. It Wearing something, something, children something akin to, to, like, a... Animal headdress or something strange so, like that. As you gentlemen are what, talking, where are you going? The police department. Oh, fuck that position. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Continue. Um, as quite as I was saying, and in my uh, studies, I've here's a question. Actually, uh, something that I think is probably important to the way that we have this conversation. Yes. Um, what exactly? Like maybe not as our personal backgrounds, but like being part of the society for the exploration of the unexplained. Yep. Have we have we explained any unexplained before? Is there any yes. preliminary like ideas of what we have done or have like things that would be easy for us to believe? Oh, you you generally believe cuz you've read a lot of weird things. You've never really experienced they experienced right. anything too like, odd on the back of my sheet. Assumedly, got, you guys are new to the operations, you know what I mean? I've got under ide- ideology and beliefs a lifelong interest in myth and folklore, willing to believe in the reality of supernatural, but yet to find any hard evidence. That's a really great place to look for that information, the answer to that. Yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't have any of that kind of stuff. Mine's more based in the like in reality. And slightly I like skeptic. That. I like that. Okay, I like that. Too. Some fucking weirdos in the graveyard, man. Okay, so you head on over to the police station, and a single cop is sitting at the, uh, the front desk. Hello, officer. How are you this fine day? Fine. What uh, brings you to the police station? We are investigating the disappearance of our client's uncle. We are wondering if we could take a look at your 
old reports of missing people from roughly a year ago. You guys have uh, you guys have credentials? Uh, yes, here is my my employment papers from the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained. Oh yes. Well, uh, let me. Uh, I will allow you then, both of you, to make either a law, charm, or persuade check. So who are you? Uh, who exactly is it you're looking for? I'm on a missing persons report. I'm looking for one Douglas Kimball, late of your town here. That is a success on my roll, by the way. Which roll did you go with? A persuade roll. Well, I do remember that a missing person report was filled out for Douglas Kimball. Uh, his first photograph was actually circulated pretty much throughout the town, but uh, I recall he was never found. Well, that have been in the local newspaper, sir. Nah, I don't generally print stuff like this, not until, like, uh, you know, convictions have been made. and. and yeah, I just, I just figure right, it's right? strange that if, uh, if you're putting out pictures throughout town, it wouldn't be through the newspaper people... Probably get most of their entertainment and information through the newspaper. Mostly just stapling at telephone poles. That seems like a really, really inefficient way to try to find a human being. Well, maybe that's why we haven't found him. Yes, potentially. That is neither here nor there. May we we see that report, please, sir? Oh, yeah. Let me, uh, give me a minute. I can go dig it up here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Heads off to a filing cabinet behind the desk and, uh, digs through it a little bit. And you, oh, yes, here it is. He hands it to you. And it, uh, it, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. It pretty much just says that uh, Douglas Kimball is missing. He's just completely gone. And uh, his report filed by Thomas Kimball. Beyond that, nothing that you don't already know, I guess. It mentions nothing about demons or anything about the cemetery. Really nothing. You had no, no leads. And his or... photo is also um, paper-clipped to the actual file. What does he look like? Does he oh, just perfect. look like a slightly older version of Thomas? Uh, he does actually, yeah. He's a he looks balding uh, with white hair. Um, the height you see is around five nine, and uh, you see that he's wearing round spectacles. Uh, do you mind if we take this, or do you have a copy of this? Uh, yeah. Give me a give me a charm for that. Okie dokie. Charms are better. Six. Holy shit. Well, as long as you bring it back, you know what? Probably won't even matter. You just, you keep it. Seems like you guys are on this case now anyway. Much obliged. Thank you very much, sir. So. That being said, where are you going now? Well, about what time in the day is it? At this point, it is about. Yeah, you guys haven't been doing a whole lot. An hour in the light, hour in the, uh, in the newspaper. It's probably around four o'clock. Why don't we head back? Yes, I say we return to Thomas's house and pull our resources and perhaps observe the cemetery from inside this evening. Let's also tell him about the other. Uh, uh, Unpublished I, works. Yes, I don't believe we should make any mention of mold demons in the cemetery. Mold demons. I don't know. Uh, I think you should probably know that uh, there was somebody who thought that his uncle's claims were substantiated. Maybe not tell him about devils necessarily, but that somebody else was seeing some weird shit. Wait, we, did we tell him about the, the shit in the journal? No, I don't believe we did. Thomas? Yeah. You haven't? Nope. No, oh, we have shit. not. Well, maybe we oh, can talk the to journal. Him. Um, did you? That's, a, it, that's a question. That's, did you? He hasn't read it, but he we knows didn't he specifically say we did. But no, we didn't did. specifically say we did. Maybe well, we should I, ask I, him a few questions. Then any time that is a binary like that, if you don't mention it, you didn't do it. All right. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, talk yeah. to him about some of the things that his uncle yeah, might have said. More, more answers, more information is always crucial before action. I mean, uh, learn that well, young one. I also. Uh, 
Uh, fine. You're you're entirely too bombastic for this line of work. Bombastic, yeah. That's that's the word that I was used to express myself. Excellent. That's the word you can use to express me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> Maybe we uh do a little bit of subtle digging for information. Yeah, subtlety is key. Uh, and uh, maybe then, depending on uh, what he knows or maybe should not know, we could include him in it. So, you return back to the Kimball house. Uh, are you guys just going to walk in or knock on the door? Or what are you guys going to do? Uh, I'll knock on the door. Yeah. Okay. Try to be a little bit... Be polite uh, to the man's dwelling. Right, okay. So you knock on the door. You hear the footsteps approach again, and the door opens, and it's Thomas. And he's like, you don't have to knock. You guys, you guys are guests here. But uh, come on in. Good to see you guys. What have you guys found out? Where did you guys go? Um, we've been all over the place. Yeah, we've been for a couple hours. Police department, the newspaper. Uh, we had a few more questions for you. You, um, you about to prepare dinner at all? I uh, was considering a yeah, chicken in the oven. Oh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, maybe we can pick your brain over dinner then. Sounds great. Yeah, let me finish that up. I want you guys to get washed up, and I'll see you down for dinner. Much obliged. So uh, you guys go up to your room and you wash up and change, dress for dinner as is customary to do in the 20s. You guys um, meet him at dinner. He's got, he's got a, a chicken carved and looks golden brown. So he did yes. a decent job. And uh, you can see too that as, as you guys are seeing the spread that he's a lot of sides to go with it, of course. You see that he's uh, kind of excited about the fact that it turned out good. Dig in, guys. He's like, you can tell he's kind of um, excited to have guests. Oddly, it looks delicious. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm surprised it came out as good as it did. Uh, it never does. I assume so. You do not have guests quite often. You you seem very excited to have company. I mean, could be better company. Could be lady folk. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> well, yes, one can always hope. But I uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't had I've never actually I've never entertained since uh since I got the house. Oh well, it is a lovely dwelling. So. A little too big, if you ask me. Is it here in town that you're from as well? I know I, I grew up um, a few miles out of town. Um, we would come to visit Uncle Uncle Douglas, Uncle Doug, we called him, pretty regularly as a child. Um, I haven't seen him in a few years, but then uh, he's got a inheritance. They inherited the house. I mean, did you have any uh, written letter from him? Not from him, no. From his attorney, though. It was specifically given to you. Are you yeah. an only child? Well, my parents passed away. Well, I am an only child. Yes, and my parents passed away uh, a few years ago. Does he have any other relatives anywhere around, sir? Just me. Hmm. His parents, my grandparents, they passed away decades ago. Uh, my parents passed away about four or five years ago, and uh, it was just him and my dad, my father, their brothers. That's it. Hmm. I'm the only child, and Douglas didn't have any kin at all. I don't think he was even ever married, unless you consider being married to books being married. Uh, it seems yes, well, it is a lifelong people passion. <laughs> people, have, um, people, people have kinks. <laughs> <laughs> But not in the twenties. I mean, if you uh, if you don't have Crowley, you don't have many uh, guests yourself. Are you nearly as married to the book as he is? I mean, I I'm more married to my job. Oh, and what, what is, is it you do for a living? I'm a grocer. We're down at the grocery store, as so a grocer often does. <laughs> so you're familiar with the the folks here in town? Uh yeah, I know damn near everybody. Would you be familiar with? Um, I believe she has since moved a a Hilda Ward. Hilda Ward. Hmm. No, you know, I don't, uh, I can't recall a Miss Ward. There was an interesting article that wasn't quite published by your paper here in town that she had some strange ideas about the cemetery. And from your uncle's journal, he 
he may have had some of the similar ideas. Hmm. What are these ideas? Uh, samples. I mean, obviously the journal we have. Do we have a sample from the for the article, like uh, to right, show him how to correlate? I don't um, want to say mold. Deep. Did you take it? I mean, I gotta imagine you kind of did. I feel like Assume, assumably yes. Then assumably, I, yeah. I should have asked right away. But yeah, if uh, you guys are gonna take I'll, things I'll, or I'll, do things like that, state it. All right, all. but we'll assume that you did. Uh, I'll I'll produce those then and show okay. that show them that stuff. He looks it over and uh, this is bizarre. Right, it's it's utter insanity. However, in your uncle's journal, he mentioned several times the cemetery, and I'm just wondering if maybe children play there. Or Something. Oh, maybe some weirdos. I mean, some I've never seen costumes. Anything. I've never seen kids around there, really. Not that many kids in town, honestly. Um, none that I know, anyway. I know uh caretaker up there. Oh, and what is his name? We will visit with him in the morning. Okay, yeah, his name is uh, Melodious Jefferson. I think he's been working there for... Well, I mean, as long... when I was a child visiting Uncle Doug, I, he he was here then. You know much about Mr. Jefferson? He's a quiet man. I haven't spoken to him, I think, ever, really. I mean, I've seen him in the, I've seen him in the grocery store from time to time, but he doesn't say much. It smells like earth. Well, yes, I assume so. We tend to do. Nah, I'm, I'm not like I'm not accustomed. Yes, perhaps you can discuss certain digging techniques while I find interesting information. Uh, not, not, not to shit on the. <laughs> the profession of grave digger, but do you really correlate the two things together? Well, is that not what you do? Uh, I mean, I'm uncertain. Uh, I, I do apologize, sir. I'm not meaning to poo upon your profession. I'm merely giving you a good ribbing. <laughs> I'm actually kind of impressed. As well, you should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beautiful. So, it gets to be around sundown. Thomas, yeah, you guys sat for a few hours talking and dr- drinking wine and just getting to know each other, I guess. Uh, he's like, "Well, I'm going to turn in. Feel free to turn in when you guys feel you're about feel you feel you want to." Thank you, sir. I believe we will check up the uh, next several hours in your uncle's study, as that window overlooks the cemetery rather nicely. And it does very well. You can see it very well through it. Yes, I remember when you said that. Okay. Um. So, uh, he he takes off to bed. And you two head over to the uh, to the study and kind of just keep an eye out. And uh, while you guys are here, why don't you guys both give me a luck roll? Oh shit! Let's see here. Luck is sixty. Fail. It'll fail. Fifty-one success. Nice. Okay. Now, as you guys are, are you guys spend maybe two and a half hours in the study here, just kind of paging through books. Some of them are pretty interesting. Some of them are. Batshit crazy. Some of them are boring. Some of them are novels. And pretty much everything here. It's almost quite a library. But you do notice at a certain point, you see a figure leaving the cemetery grounds and heading towards the house. Oh, man, come over here and see this. I swear to God. Yes. So, um, let's snuff the light in the study and observe. Okay, and as you do, you can see the character better. You can't really make him out, though, due to the fact it's night and he's just a dark figure right um, but you do right see that there. he comes up to the study's window and he is right on the other side of the window and he starts jimmying with it and he manages to pull the window open and it's kind of a pull up kind you know from the outside and he you guys going to motion to nevada to just wait calmly give me yeah i'm gonna nod like give me the signal is there a hide type thing here i don't 
recall. No, not hide. Stealth. Stealth. Ooh, Why don't you guys both give me a stealth roll? Oh, no. Oh, no, dude. Oh, not a stealthy no. dude? Are you not hiding? <laughs> so you don't have to be hiding. Four. Four? <sighs> Extreme oh, success. Fuck yeah. Or no, no. Hard success. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Um, even with the hard success, then, he managed to, with, we held you back. Okay, make your roll. <laughs> no, this is fine. Make your roll. I got an idea for this. Shit, 34. I have a 20. Okay, well, you, so you failed, but with his hard success and him holding you back was enough to keep you from moving. And he, uh, this dark figure enters the room uh, through the window, and he doesn't see you guys. You see him starting to walk over to uh, some of the books. You see him kind of digging through some of them. He's kind of, he continues on. Every once in a while, he'll grab a book and stick it under his arm. You pulling, you're pulling your gun? Okay. And uh, he keeps... Um, he keeps going around to the other to the other shelves and some of the stacks, and he he grabs a few books here and there. Uh, after a while, he's got got about eight or so books. He starts to head back to the window. At this point, uh-huh. I'm going to step in front of the window. Oh damn! I was oh, going to do the same thing, but no, I'll I'll stay back because the gun's a good play afterwards. Okay, just step in front of the window, and as he's walking towards me, mm-hmm. I say, "Sir, what are you doing here?" He immediately drops the books. He's like, "Wow." I'm gonna hit the lights. Excellent. Unless lights? it's unless it's no, you hit the no candle. You, you, you turn the. Okay. I believe it was the, gas. The tor- What's that? I believe it was gas. We'll go with gas because I I think you might be right. So you, right. you you turn the lights on and uh, both of you guys immediately give me a sanity check. Shit. Oh shit. Yes. Dude. As you see. Wait. Hold on. I need to find the exact description. Oh man. Where the fuck? Okay. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. You see that he does have a foul-looking humanoid. Face. Uh, he's naked. Failed. What's that? I have failed. You what? You rolled below it. Okay. No, I rolled, oh, above, rolled above it. it. Okay. Uh, oh my god! Fucking ass. What did Damn you do? It. Did you fail yours too? Yes, fifty-nine. Okay. okay. Sure. I thought it was sixty. So you see a foul-looking humanoid, naked but covered in caked mud and mold. His face is bestial, with large canine teeth and a rudimentary canine-like snout in place of a human nose. Um, both of you, since you failed those, I need you both to roll one d six. Three. That's how many sanity points you lose. Two. And you immediately let out this scream. And both of you do. You're just, ah! uh, Both of you also give me another sanity roll. What the fuck? As I want to shoot notice, this dude in the face. As you notice that, oh, actually, in that case, you scream as you drop your gun. Fuck. And here's the thing, and here's the reason I say this. It's because um, if you fail, you lose 1d6 sanity points and make one involuntary action of the keeper's choice. Oh, Perhaps shit. dropping whatever they are holding or screaming. That's Fuck. generally when you fail sanity checks, I kind of like take you over for an action. You know right. what I mean? And that's what you did. You drop uh, your gun, which clangs on the ground. You scream. <laughs> and uh, both of you guys give me a second sanity roll as you realize that this is Doug- Douglas Kimball. Oh, my God. Yeah, the no. most. Yeah, I you noticed it. Again. I did not. 39. You succeeded? 36. You succeeded? Yep. You lose one sanity point and oh, you fuck. roll me a d4. I only have one then. Yep. Wait, where, where's my okay? Okay. You only have one sanity point left. Perfect. Uh, where's the sanity points? That's what I was well, gonna ask. We lost three, so I went from sixty to fifty-seven. Yeah, there's a lot of. Oh, there. oh, wait. So you go down this? W- oh, it's a track. Oh, yeah, it's a track. My God. It's a sanity. Oh, so track. I only went down one. Holy shit. So what is your total? Uh, so you lose one total. Yeah. And you lose. You already lost uh, six. Oh, how many did you lose in the first time? Three. Yeah. Okay, and that give me the D four. I should have mentioned that you get a D four as well. One. So you lost a total of four. So I'm at 56. Okay. You're lucky. You just like, you kind of like close up like with this harsh realization as to what's really going on here. Kind of. 
And to give you a little insight into what uh, would have been happening there, it says if an investigator loses five or more sanity points, in other words, if you had rolled anything higher on any of those dice, um, you would have had to make an intelligence roll. And if you were to succeed that, then here's the thing. If you succeed that, you're fully aware of what's happening and you gain a little bit of madness. However, you didn't lose enough, so you're all right. Um, yeah, and the thing is, if you fail that roll, you don't really get it, so it doesn't really affect you as much as it could. Because in order for you to actually become maddened by something, you, you need to, to like, grasp the truth. Exactly. Oh, my God. So, I, I, I want to fucking pick up my gun, if I can. Okay. I, I've made the sanity roll. I feel, can I make a move? What's the... Yes, you can You can allow you to pick up your gun. We'll go, we'll go round-based here. And now here's... Uh, it does mention that, uh, you know, generally when it comes to like round based situations like this, you would go based off of your oh dexterity. That's what it was. It's just your dexterity scores, and you just go by who had the highest or the lowest. Oh, um, cool. But however, it says that the the investigators will act first in this situation because at this point you startled him. He startled you with his appearance, and then so yes, go right ahead, you guys. So dexterity roll. You don't no, have to. It's just you have a higher dex. So you oh, oh. It's, a, it's a static number. I got yeah. you. Uh, I wanted to go for my gun. Okay, so you pick up your gun, and uh, that Jesus w- Christ, Douglas, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, uh, who, who are you guys? You're hired by, oh my God. We've been hired by your Jesus nephew. Christ, just give me a second. Please don't Thomas. fucking kill me or something, please. Yes, this is quite shocking, really. But we've been hired by your nephew. We are from the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained, and your disappearance and appearance is quite unexplained. Could, would you care to explain yourself, sir? I mean, he, he sits on the edge of the windowsill. I'll go with you guys. But don't, just don't tell Thomas. It's too much for him. Now, yes, I can see, uh, as it would be. I mean, as you see me now, and obviously this is not how I was. Right, uh, we have your, your photograph here. Yes, and as you see him now, more accurately, kind of humanoid, but he's still definitely changing. Cloven hooves and all? Yeah, oh yeah. Tight. But he's not wearing any clothes here, he's just muddy just and naked. naked. Gross. Now, I was tired of my mundane existence among humans. The only thing I wanted in life was to be left alone, able to read whenever I liked, but other humans kept making demands of me, like go to work or take a shower, change your clothes, you know, things, human things. Now, but now, living as a ghoul, my life is great. I don't need money. I don't have to dress for dinner. I don't have to meet people except at mealtimes. I can read whenever, whenever I want, day or night. But the other ghouls are shutting down the entrance to the world below. So I only had one more night to try and get more of my books before we left for good. Now, there's a lot to see and experience in the world below that I'm planning to write about in my own book of my own experiences Please, I can't stress this enough. Please do not tell, do not tell Thomas that I'm still alive. And so, what what would you expect us to tell him? Tell him he never found me. And what of your more missing books from your collection, which is why we were called in here? Yeah, make up something. I mean, just don't tell him this. I believe we can come up with a suitable cover story wait, for you, wait, sir. Wait, wait, wait. No, it, what no, the fuck? No, 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 allow no, the man no, his indulgences. No. Where? What the fuck are you talking about? The world below that this the, becoming a ghoul. You're uh, this is not 
normal shit. You're you're talking to you're fucking having a conversation with a fucking goat man, and you're fucking telling me. That, Calm yourself, sir. What, what the fuck are you trying to say right now? There's another world out there. You like to see. Lord. Jesus Christ. Would you like to join me? Well, if you're closing off the entrance, how would we return? Would you even want to? Yes, quite. Is this a world that you would want to continue living in? This is... This is the heaviest shit. I... What the fuck? You're, you're ready to go down there? Well, sir, I, I imagine you as an archaeologist would be fascinated to learn about a whole entire new culture undocumented That's by humans. The only reason I'm even fucking, only reason I'm even giving this a, a second thought. What the fuck kind of... And what of the other ghouls, sir? There are many. What are they, uh, are they like you? They're just like me. Well, what can you tell me of ghoul culture and learning? I mean, we do what we want underground. And does that include just... Uh, does, that, does that mean savagery? If that's what you wish to... To occupy your time with? Fuck. Oh my god, what the fuck? Sir, I... I, I, I cannot join you in this. I'm sorry. Well, that's understandable. Please allow me to take my leave. We will find a sorry for, for Thomas. And... Nevada, what say you? I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Since this conversation has been a heavy topic, you both aren't going to make a sanity check. You're just straight up going to lose 1d4 sanity points. Oh, my. Because God. this is like, it, yeah, learning big shit. And that won't affect you with the five cap because that's in one instance, like the previous ones. Right. That's a big four for me, folks. Well, that, that's not enough for you to go crazy, There's a problem. No, that's the thing is, that's not enough for you to go gone crazy, right? But it's enough for you to be like, I'm not as sane as I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I fucking absolutely agree. Yes, also, my mind has been opened to other also, possibilities. You guys, um, but every time that you succeeded a check, you put a check mark in the box next to it. Oh, I forget which ones I passed on. Yeah, you passed on. I know uh, stealth. Stealth, yep, you got a, one there. Uh, charm, uh, not charm, charm persuade. persuade. I did. Um, you got charm and library use, Nate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, you guys are going to get a plus three bo- th- plus three points in Cthulhu Mythos, which the only way to get that is Wait, to learn being things. Exposed to something. From where's Mythos. where's that? Oh, oh, I didn't realize it was a. It's a skill. Yeah. Yep, okay. So a you have three. A double yep. zero. It's a three. Yep. You guys now have three percent in there. So, do you allow Douglas to leave through the window again? Through the window. Oh shit! I'm. I would say yes. Yeah. Are you going to follow him? These are his uh, his belongings. I I will not. If my young ward goes, I will follow to protect him. <sighs> he is quite fragile. This is, in some ways, this is the reason we're here. If you insist, sir, I will. I will back you up. I I don't know how to know about this in the real world anymore. Well, there's an ancient poet. Translations have been quite lost to time, but the poem goes something like, I'm staring down death with my dick in my hand. Solid as a rock, I don't give a damn. 
ready to fuck or fight my way out of a jam, and I will be the last man standing. So carry on, I say. <laughs> so, with that being said, Nevada, are you following him? Uh, at this point, he's already left the window, and you can see him, his, his form, um, heading back up the, up the hill to the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay. You follow him, and you see that he does walk pat, walks through the entire cemetery. He stops at one of the graves, and you see that the grave itself is long-worn. You can't even read the name on it anymore. And uh, it's like a, a big metal monument. Not metal, stone, excuse me. Monument with a uh, your typical gravestone growing out of it, and it's it almost looks like a seat, like a throne in a way. And he kind of just holds his hand on the top of it for a little bit, kind of looks at it, and uh, turns to a mausoleum directly across the path from it. He goes inside, and you see him grab this stone plate, whatever you want to call it, um, and just a slab. Mm, there yep. you go. And are you going? Oh, you're following him in. That's the question. Are you following him in? I mean, he invited us. You're going Fuck. in? I mean... Yeah. Are you going in? I, I don't think he's going to turn around and fucking... we should make sure we can leave. That's the thing. He mentioned that he's, they're sealing it up. Mr. Kimball, sir. It is a one... He looks... He's like, looks, he sees you, and he's like, you came? You, you coming? Well, we would very much like to see and experience this, but however, we would very much also like to be able to leave. I regret to inform you, can't do both. Well, sir, we have, we have lives to get back to. We do quite enjoy this world. However, we are so curious. We, we need to see, but we need to leave as well. He looks, he gives you this kind of like a, an apologetic look. Like I said, can't do both. Come or you go. Fuck. This is, ah, man. Like, man I feel like Abbevery knows what he's doing. Or does he? Mr. Mr. Kimball, allow me to discuss with my... A young associate here for a moment, if you will, sir. Make it quick. Nevada, I've lived on this earth for 58 years now. I'm not ready to give it up. However, I'm burning with curiosity. I do not know that we would be able to leave should we follow the, the poor Mr. Kimball here. And there's so much, so many more mysteries to learn about. On the surface, now that our eyes have been opened. Imagine the shit that we could publish. Well, should we venture on, we won't be publishing anything. That's assuming that it's 100% the truth that this is going to be sealed up today. That we'll never, that there's no other opportunity to leave. There's no other way out. We have zero cause to doubt Mr. Kimball. But we have also zero cause to believe him. Well, I have a question that has been burning in my brain as well. For Mr. Kimball, before we make a final decision, have you any final questions for him also? How large is this place that we're talking about? How large is the world? I imagine the underworld is slightly smaller in circumference than the outer world. Do you think that you could see the entire overworld in one lifetime? No. Same applies to the underworld. Is this the only way? This is the only way right here. In or out, there are no other exits. There are many exits in and out of the ceiling, the entire thing. So assuming we come with you, where would be the closest exit that we could leave and go back to our regular lives? I know not, but you c it could be discovered. A further question before we return to our private conversation. Uh, you, you mentioned feeding time 
earlier. What, uh, what is, what is it exactly that you consume? Fungi and bats and lizards and whatnot, I assume. Somewhat, amongst other things. I require specifics. Uh, what did I eat last night? His name was Jefferson. Ah, uh, yes, new, thank you. I shall be remaining here and intact. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for your services, guys. Appreciate your your uh, discretion. Yes. Uh, take care of Thomas for me. Both his hands come around the side of the slab and he just pulls it shut and it just closes with a thud. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yes, quite. Let us return to Thomas's house and come up with a suitable story that... Explains the missing books and that his uncle is not a flesh-eating monster. I don't think we can give him any explanation as to where his uncle may be or anything of the sort. So but the- I, mean, I think it's easy enough to say that somebody broke in, muddy muddy footprints on the ground, shit like that, tried to chase him off. Yes, I didn't know that Thomas would be suitably assuaded by this. However, we cannot tell him the truth. Uh, that's exact mundo, partner. So, you head back to the house. You go back to your guest room. You barely sleep, I imagine. You wake to the smell of, of fresh bacon and tell again that Thomas made breakfast. You guys come down. You guys, after you wash and dress, yes. uh, you come down and uh, Thomas is like, Gentlemen, what, uh, good morning. What, uh, you guys, how was your, um, how's your steak out? Good morrow to you, sir. We, uh, we, we seem to have solved the mystery of your missing books. However, your, your uncle, we, we have no more information. You found the books. I mean, you found... Well, we didn't find the books per se, and we've actually lost several more from your collection. Oh. For which I do apologize. However, you will not be bothered again by these young ruffians. Local use from several towns over. We, we gave chase, but failed they shall not return. More than I could have asked for. Well, he pulls out, he digs into his back pocket, pulls out his billfold, um, and uh, gives you guys each a $10 bill. Oh my God. Which sir. is like $240 in today's money. Yes. So, I mean, you know, and even says that too, like $240 in today's money. <laughs> um, and with that, you guys pack your stuff up, you head back to this train station, and take the next train back to Arkham. Yes. And that is the scenario. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Um, you guys will both gain plus 1d6 sanity points. Oh, God. Please be good. No, it's, it, you gain them. I know, but I want right. this roll to be good. Because it says, if the investigators got to talk with Douglas Kimball, they gain plus 1d6 sanity points from the knowledge that there is one ghoul at any rate who is not planning to come back. Thus, Thomas Kimball can sleep soundly again. And uh, Thomas Kimball willingly pays the investigators $10 for carrying out the job. So really, he paid four hundred and eighty dollars. If you think about it, <laughs> which for I us guess... to tell him that ruffians left with his books. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he, there's a massive loss on his part. <laughs> oh um, man, and that's it. Uh, that's terrifying. Thanks for listening, and don't smoke glue. Fuck. Oh shit. <laughs>